Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Not too bad. This is a very formal way to start <laughs> this episode. Wanted to don't switch it up, you know? Thank you for meeting me here today. Oh, that's fantastic. I appreciate you taking the time. How have you been? <laughs> you know, I don't think I... I, I think I'm still... I, I think I'm still dealing with the trauma and shock of watching Will Smith saunter up at the Oscars, storm down the stage. I literally saw that happen, and one of my first thoughts after the what the fucks have passed was, we were talking about that on Thursday. <laughs> okay, I don't want to have to go down the path of like a giant topic about what it represents and means and what this is a show of and like all oh, this culture and Hollywood elitism and blah, 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 none of that. Because it's all out there and it's all. Accurate. Yes. And it's, and it's beaten to death already. Yeah. And there's nothing that, that needs to be said about it in that sense. I just want to get your opinion on the, on the impact of if you strip it all away, you strip away, you strip away all the glitz and glamor of it. At the end of the day, it is, a stand-up comedian getting hit for a bit. Yeah. That's and it. <laughs> that's at the at the very core of it. Yes, it is much more nuanced than that. I understand. There's many more lo- levels and layers to it, but at its base foundational level. Yeah. It was a stand-up comedian saying a bit that somebody didn't like. Yeah. So they physically hit them. Yeah, I think you said it's a lot more nuanced than that. I don't think it is. No? There's a lot more aspects to it. It's like there's a lot more branches that you could talk about, um, but it's you, still the same tree. Of yes. <laughs> person got mad at a stand-up comedian for being a stand-up comedian and interrupted on him on stage by assaulting him. Yes. Uh, which is, that's it. That's all there is to say about it. Well, no, I wanted to get your opinion on on what do you think the repercussions of that means? Because I know the com- the... I know comedians are all of a sudden, a lot of comedians are in uproar because they're saying you you cannot set that precedent. Nope. And it's already been set. It's done. It's over. Right. It's in the past. Comedians are going to get hit. They're going to get heckled way more. Uh, it's just, it's now okay to interrupt someone's show to tell them that you disagree with them and, and maybe hit them if you want. You could hit them. It's fine. You could punch anybody you want. You, th- you, you, think, you, you think it's going to, I don't think it's going to go that, that. It's fine. I don't think it's going to go that far. Well, no, it's not. It's obviously not fine. People are going to get arrested. But. <laughs> there you go. Yes, yes. People are going to get arrested for it. But people are still going to get hit. Yeah. People I, are going to get hit, and then the people who hit are going to get arrested. But Will Smith didn't get arrested, and he's not going to. I mean, maybe he's going to. Chris Rock didn't press charges, but I read a bunch about that, and apparently you don't have to. Like, Will Smith can still get arrested and whatever, because he still committed a crime. Uh, which he is guilty of. We have video evidence of it. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, yeah, true. I mean, look at what's happened to everybody on Jan- from the January 6th thing. They're right. still arresting them and oh, charging yeah. them. So yeah, like, t- I mean, but it's different because who knows how many of them are powerful Hollywood Scientologists. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, A part of me wonders... And I feel like there has to be a base level of decorum for respect in the environment, right? Mm. For example, at work. Mm. For example, at the Oscars. For Which example, is where they were. They were at work, by the way. For example, uh, at a restaurant. Yeah. Right? Out, out in public. 
I am going. I, it's so hard to stay away from the layers because it's easy to say they're friends. Who? Like Will Smith and Chris Rock have a history of being friends. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, like him and I think uh, I think even Chris Rock and Jada were in a movie together. They were in Madagascar together, and they were not Bo- friends. Voice acting. They, they were, were voice acting. They were voice That's actors in, in Madagascar together, and they did not have a good history. Right. So a, a part of me wonders, like. I imagine the okay. Imagine a crazy opposite scenario, right? Where yeah. let's say Will Smith heckled Chris Rock, yeah. and Chris Rock went to Will Smith and slapped him. <laughs> <laughs> Will Chris Rock was on stage. Will Smith said, "Hey, man, that's not funny." So Chris Rock walk Chris Rock walked down and smacks him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> that's the opposite Honestly, situation. We're saying I'm laughing because that's so bizarre, but also what happened is so bizarre. But is it bizarre? Will Smith got out of his chair, walked up on stage casually, and slapped him in the face in today's in the world, middle of the Oscars. In today's world, is that bizarre? I don't know. I don't even think it's in today's world thing. Like, people people were bringing up, like, look at this crazy shit that happened at the Oscars. Look at this shit that happened at the Golden Globes in the 90s. Yeah, look at true, this other, true. like, weird things like this have always been going on. It's just, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's ridiculous and unprofessional. There are two bits that I think sum it up perfectly. I saw like a super cut of people reacting to it, like some press publication or whatever, interviewed a bunch of people on the red carpet after like, okay, so elephant in the room, what did you think of this? And somebody said, and I don't even know who it was, it was just some, I think, British actor. And he said, I think it was completely uncalled for and unprofessional. And I think it was a fight between two people who had three losers. And it's like, yep, that... That sums it up because Will Smith is his reputation is forever tarnished now. Yeah, Chris Rock got smacked in the face. Yeah, and that kind of throwaway joke that wasn't very good or funny that like nobody really would have been it was talking a about. GI Jane joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like how Chris Rock was surprised. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, GI Jane joke. Seen the shit joke. Ricky said at the Golden Globes. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> It was a G.I. Jane joke. It's a G.I. And I, but now joke. it's forever like now everybody in the world is talking about Jada's alopecia and yeah. it brought up the affair again and all this crazy stuff. It's just it was ridiculous and like childish and like no thought put into it at all. Clearly no thought because you could see him laughing at the joke and then looking over at Jada who rolled her eyes and then in in two seconds decided I'm going to storm up there and slap him. So like clearly, I mean, and then here come the layers. Like he's clearly going through a lot. It's hard to be in Hollywood. Everybody says it. Jim Carrey said it. Did you see that interview? Which he, he's the other person, by the way, spoilers, who just absolutely nailed it. And he like, he said what everybody is, has been trying to say. Um, But it's hard to be in Hollywood, which Will Smith said in his, uh, awards whatever speech acceptance Um, speech acceptance speech uh that like it's really tough to be in that industry and you have to learn how to just take things (laughs) which he literally 20 minutes ago didn't uh i think there was will smith has been famous for how long since the late 80s early 90s right yeah 30 plus years since jazzy jeff in the fresh Prince. oh yeah which i think he started as fresh prince um yeah so a long time as one of the top yeah right 
I, I, I know a lot of people love to say this is, and I'm not saying it's not true, but like, oh, this is a Hollywood elite example of feeling like uh, invincible or whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I'm sure some of it's that. I also think some of it is just sometimes people just snap. Yeah. Sometimes people just, they have a, they have a breaking point and they just snap. Yeah. And I don't know, you said you were watching this live? No. Okay. I saw it like before the Oscars had ended. Uh, How did you find out about it? I think on Reddit. Okay. I saw a video on So Reddit I was on Twitter and all I saw was, yo, here's the uncensored live mic Japanese version. From the Japanese version. On That's Twitter. the first one I saw. That's the first one I saw. And I had no clue what it was. And I was I, asked, I said, what the fuck? And I clicked on it and then I watched it. And I just went, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. The way he talks... And this is why I'm saying it's like pure snap emotion. Yep. The way he says it. Yeah. Is you can hear his voice cracking from just, I don't know where it's pure coming Pure rage. From. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Just some. It's. And I don't know if you've ever snapped, but uh, I have. Yeah. Like I have snapped. Yeah. Um, not like mentally, but emotionally. I've like, I've just lost it and it's yeah. gone red. That's what happens. Yeah. Right. You get to this point where you, you're just, you're vibrating. And you can't think straight, and you're just doing. And yeah, I'm not exactly. justifying it. No, exactly. But just but you I, could you could tell it's just it's a, it's a fire hydrant of energy that you you just can't like control at all. Mm. It's just it's just it's exploding at the seams. Yeah, and that's where I could sense from. And it was weird, like you said, how he went from zero to a hundred. Yeah, and you don't go zero to a hundred unless you snap. I think it was the pressure of all the stuff between him and jada in the years and how public that whole weirdness has been and like uh jim carrey also said like being nominated for an oscar is like torture it is they put you through hell to like just go through that process which i don't really know what he's, and he's been about. long overdue for it yeah yeah exactly it's like this is like his what fourth or fifth movie where he's it's like this should be his you yeah know? exactly like, exactly it's like borderline leo where it's yes. like leo way longer so i get it and then this was the year that everyone's like oh it's his like no, no doubt about it it's he absolutely crushed it and i haven't seen the movie but i'm sure he did uh and then just all the pressure of that and this is the night and he's front row and then someone makes fun of his wife and it's oh it's it, she's upset because it's the condition and that's not funny you can't joke about that and everything oh my god she's upset i have to protect her they're on thin ice so i get it like i get why he snapped but just boy i wish he didn't <laughs> for all three of their sakes and so a lot of people have been mentioning this too and this was also one of my first thoughts it was in order what the fuck we're talking about this on thursday and then this completely overshadowed like how monumental of an oscars that was uh, the first, uh, queer woman won, um, I forget, I think it was best supporting actress or something. I forget exactly what she won or who even what she was, but I just read about that and fucking Coda, which is a movie that's very important to me. Coda won, uh, best picture and best supporting actor, mm -hmm. uh, which was uh, a deaf actor. That movie, first of all, is incredible and everybody should see it. It's about a, uh, a girl who has two deaf parents, uh, and Coda stands for child of deaf adult. Uh, or deaf adults, which I am, my mm -hmm. dad being deaf. So that movie was incredibly, like, <laughs> important to me. And the fact that it won was so incredible. But the fact that it won 30 minutes after that 
and then like five minutes after Will's weird as fuck acceptance speech, where he tried to use like God and family and love to justify what he did while he has tearing eyes, and then he gets a standing ovation, is like completely overshadowed like how cool of an Oscars that should have been. And it also could have been like, holy shit, Will Smith finally won. Get it, dude. But like, just pure rage and feelings and not thinking and it's just such a shame it's just like that that guy said that i mentioned at the beginning it was a fight between two people that had three losers and like a billion losers honestly like yeah it's everybody just everybody who is there <sighs> poor quest love quest love yeah. had to accept his award right after which Chris Rock ch- tried his best and I think succeeded to just carry on. Like he did okay, a great. We're just gonna move past that. Well, and you could tell he was struggling. He had like tears in his eyes and he was in legit shock. Well, I'm sure it, there was a mixture of shock and anger too. He just got slapped on live TV, and yeah. a part of him is probably saying, "I don't. I'm not gonna take that." Yeah. Chris Rock has had his own personal battles. Yeah. Right. Like he's had a lot of, uh, to my knowledge, he's had a lot of rough family situations with his own family. Yeah. Um. It's not like they, he just has a perfect life, right? Yeah. There's something where I, I saw Tom Segura uh, like talking about it in an interview, and he was livid, right? Because he's also friends with Chris Rock. Yeah. He's like, fuck that piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. You can't do that, blah, blah, blah. And I understand the anger, but I also like Chris Rock was able to do what he did because I think people forget that especially stand-up comedians – that's not the that's one of the most difficult paths to success. Yeah, exactly. Right? The amount of heckling and abuse verbally and physical threatening they get in yeah. general on just at just, you know, at the open mic level yeah. of working their way up. And then all the way up and he's he's like if, in front if, of stadiums. If there's any type of host who could have that kind of experience and move forward with it, it's a stand up comedian. Yeah. Right? Um like you saw what happened when Taylor Swift got interrupted by Kanye. Yep. That was a pure I don't know wait what? Like how do I handle this situation? Yeah, what do I do? How does yeah. the show move on here cuz I don't I'm not this doesn't happen. Yeah. Comedians, I'm sure <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if like they had people try to run up on stage and inter- grab the mic from their hand, right? Yeah. You know, so and I'm not saying I'm not saying, you know, anybody should be treating comedians like that. They can I'm, handle it. Go for it. They can it. handle it. Yeah, <laughs> like like it's open season. I'm not saying that, but I yeah, am saying I think people forget just how much stand-up comedians go through. Yeah. You know, like there's that famous Bill Burr video on YouTube where it's an, he's in Philly, right? And mm-hmm. he's getting heckled in Philly and he just turns it on the crowd and he just, it starts to just roast Philly and the crowd <laughs> for 15 minutes. Yeah. And it, he does such a good job. They start cheering him halfway through. Yeah. And he's like, eight minutes. I got eight minutes with you motherfuckers. You're going <laughs> to like, listen to me. Doesn't let get, them go. Yeah. I ain't getting off. I had to drive here. I had to take your <laughs> shitty train that smells like shit and cheese to fucking get here because you keep shitting yourselves because you're a fucking Philly cheese. Like, I, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't go, but John Mulaney recently played at Foxwoods and some of my coworkers went and he was like, hey, Connecticut. All right. Hello, Connecticut. And people like, woo. And one person in the crowd was like, and Providence. <laughs> and he just roasted Providence for like 10 minutes. <laughs> just for someone saying, and Providence. <laughs> and he just went off about how terrible Providence is. Yeah. Like, I love that. Yeah. Stand up stand up comedians, uh, are they have very thick skin. They're tough. Yeah. They're tough people. Meta- metaphorically, and I guess physically. Physically. <laughs> in terms of Chris Rock. And talking about physically, yo, 
the first thing I noticed about that entire incident, how good Will Smith's form was. That was pretty good. Will Smith pretty loaded good right side, yep. rotated the hips, followed through. His left hand is high to yeah. cover guard and, and as if he's he, boxing. Yeah. Granted, it's because I think he boxed a year for the Ali film. Yeah. But that was a boom. Like, that was a hook. Yeah. He threw it like a hook and yeah. he covered us. So, like, great technique. Sure. Great slap technique. Most people... <laughs> credit where credit is due. Most people throw with the shoulder or the arm yeah. and they follow through like that. No, Where yeah. the arm crosses like over. Push. He fell back so he had the weight <laughs> behind it and he just fucking leaned into... He just... Wham! You know what I'm saying? I also just, had bam. that thought. Because I, like like a lizard-brained human, rewatched the clip like a hundred times or something <laughs> like that. Because it's like... From a purely emotional, like, human standpoint, it's, like, raw emotion, like, playing yes. out. Like, it is, it's interesting to watch in, like, a very morbid sense of, like, here's a person who snapped and threw a pretty great slap. And that was then, a beautiful slap. And then a very emotionally charged yelling at him and then watching the torment of Chris Rock trying to recover from it. It's all like, it's, it sucks, but it's like, like very raw human emotion. So like, I watched it a bunch of times and after watching, it, I was like, Oh, dubs is definitely going to break down that slap too. Dude, he doesn't, most people will fall backwards or over because yeah. of how they, how they throw something emotionally. He pivots both feet, his hips turn over. It's just wham. And yeah. he's closed and he's, he just calmly just walks over. Like, all you he do is just unbutton the top button of his jacket. He did that with that jacket on. All right? <laughs> he did that in a three-piece suit. Are you kidding me? And yeah. that was full extension with that arm. So just to clarify, you're on Team Will. I'm <laughs> For that technique, I was thinking, I was just, that was good. Yeah. That was, and, and, and. You could see Chris Rock try to be like, what's happening? Yeah. He's, he goes, what are you doing? And that's why he's like, hey, King Richard. You know, he's walking up. And he just does. And it's at the last second where he has that realization of just, oh, he's swinging. I don't think he ever realized until the hand was on his face. <laughs> no, he, he did. He did. Because yeah. he, he's right. Like, as he will wound up, Chris starts to turn. Uh, okay. He starts to turn the face because he go because Chris rolls with it. Yeah. Chris doesn't just keep his face out. He's like, "What's going on?" And just gets yeah, slapped he over. Does, like, yeah. He's 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 bracing and moving over because he already yeah. knows it's coming. Uh, but yeah. I think credit credit to Will. Great 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 throw. Uh, credit <laughs> credit to Chris. Great technique. Great hosting. Like just. And Even he, while it was happening, he did, like I thought it was fairly funny. Like, uh oh, like he's gonna come. I thought, like, if I were Chris, I would have thought that Will would like come, like, put his hand on his shoulders, like, listen, man, yeah. <laughs> don't do that, or something yeah. like something yeah. kind of funny like that, or like interrupt the show in like a funnier way, rather than just slapping the shit out of him. So I get that Chris was like, what on earth is this man doing? Um, but also credit to Chris Rock to roll with that slap. Yeah. Like physically, again, he he didn't keep it. He, he yeah. wasn't in a straight line. He did go on the outside. <laughs> just reminding you, this isn't your MMA podcast. No, I know. But this just, is the but other just, one. <laughs> but just, you see it in slow motion of how he's like going over. It's just, yeah. 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 yeah I um, mean, we did break down the Hulk versus Thanos fight for like 25 <laughs> minutes on this show, too. <laughs> uh, he did. He did a great job of of. He did a great job of one of those 
dude, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and that was a very real moment, a very real emotion of like, well, what are you doing, man? Yeah. 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 A GI Jane joke? Really? You know, just. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it sucks. And we haven't heard the end of it. He had a sold out show. Chris Rock? Yeah, he 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 had a set in Boston <laughs> like the next night. The show happened. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen. Oh, anything it sold from out. It. Do we it's... know if he talked about it? Oh, he had to. Yeah. You know he's you know he's not going to avoid that. Yeah. Comedians, they're they're typically not afraid too, right? You know, like Kevin Hart cheated on his wife. He opened up his next special talking about cheating on his wife. Yeah, I mean Louis did the same. Louis thing Louis C.K. Too. is is in clubs and he's saying he's saying talking about what he's not opening with it should we talk about the thing yeah can we talk about the thing yeah yeah okay well let's talk about the thing yeah yeah no like they don't hide from it yeah they don't avoid topics yeah i uh i i genuinely hope that people see that what will smith did was not normal and he snapped and if if you do that you will get arrested (laughs) so don't and it's also not what you do if you go to a comedy show and you get offended at something, you're maybe at the wrong comedy show, and it's probably okay to just leave. Yes. Ugh. And also, can you imagine? Like, I I understand that Will snapped and like he d- wasn't thinking in the moment, but could you imagine if he just said something on Twitter after? Like what Chris Rock said was really uh, like hurtful, and he didn't think, and blah blah blah. He was, but he, he, he was a. I feel like he was a damned if he did, damned if he didn't. I'm I not mean, saying he should have, but I'm saying. On, so he, at, at, in that position, and this kind of goes to why he snapped. I bet part of being in his position is that you're hated, right? Will Smith. Part of if Will Smith comes out and says something, what does he get? He gets, oh, the Hollywood elite complaining about their issues. Yeah, oh, exactly. their social justice and belief in equality. What equality, Mister Millionaire? Yeah. Mister, I have three houses and I have mansions and yeah, blah. Exactly. Mister, I get paid to do nothing but sit there and make people laugh. Like people are just full of vitriol, regardless. And if he didn't do anything. Chato would be like, I'm I'm going to sleep with other people now. <laughs> or if he didn't do anything and didn't have any reaction, was just dead faced, people would be like, oh, what a cuck. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, that's what, no, that's what I'm saying. Will Smith snapping makes sense, yeah. right? It's a guy that's been getting shit on ever since things came out with, with Jada, ever since their marriage information came out and like yeah. some of their details. I mean, yeah. You have that, and and then, again, you have the position of the fact that, like, oh, the Oscars, what, like, the circle jerk of the Hollywood elites, like, you you have this, I don't know if it's American. I'm assuming it's a very North American thing. What? To just, to just fucking care, just, everything is about blood in the water. Hmm. Everything is about blood in the water. Everything is about an emotional response to something. Hmm. There's never a logical a logical conversation about something anymore, right? It's just everything has to run on some type of an emotional look at every and we're not going to go off a tangent, but I'm just going to make a comment. Look at everything that happens, let's say from a legislative le- legis- legislative level on the state and federal levels. Yeah. There's very little actual things that we want. Yeah. Right? For example, like Florida, like people bur- people banning books. Yeah. Right now, there's a whole bunch of states banning books. Why is that a bill? Yeah. Why is that even up for debate? Why are we not talking about the homeless issue? Why are we not talking about the drug problem, the yeah. opioid problem? Why are we not talking about health care? How come we're not talking about like 
Yeah. So many things. Anything like, else that actually has a measurable impact on the quality of life on the majority of people. Yeah, no. So other many things than, are just about like who can I who can I best? Other than 1984 is a really mean book and children shouldn't read it. Yeah, because it corrupts them into yeah, the I devil. I don't like it. Right? Or, like, yeah, it's just shit like that. Like you have the whole thing going down in Florida, right? With the yeah. whole uh, uh, you, like don't say gay bill or whatever that thing is. Yeah. Like. Is that really a high priority? Why is that a high priority for your state to accomplish that? Mm. Right? Like, there's so many things that you can look around and see that things are happening and conversations are happening about emotional topics and not about actual qualitative factors of, like, that could actually impact some lives. Hey, this could actually help some people. Mm. None of that. Yeah. It's all just emotional <clears throat> conversation. Everything on social media is just bickering and bitching at each other. Yeah. Right? It's all just... That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. Everything on TV, it's all about painting the, painting the picture of, of something is bad about somebody else mm-hmm. or something else. And this just feeds into it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, Will Smith, he could do that because he's the Hollywood elite and he's the millionaire and he's Will Smith. So, of course, he can assault somebody. Look at, look at how bad Hollywood is. Meh. Like, yeah. that's, <laughs> it's I mean, just, that's all this is. That's what I, I've been getting so sick of seeing, like... When you see some post about it or some tweet about it or the Reddit post about it or something like that, instead of people being like, like, what is going on? What happened? Like, how did this happen? Like, can we talk about this? People are like, ah, he, it's good that he did that. It's good to see people still defending their wives. And then the people are like, ah, he can't fucking do that. Some people can't take a joke. And it's like, okay, can we like maybe put that aside for a second? And, and not just, have an emotional stance of of judgment on, on a situation that we weren't in. Yep. It's just, it's like everything these, like what you're saying is basically just, are you red team or blue team? <laughs> like, yeah. everything's gotta be me versus you. I'm right. You're wrong. Like everything's a debate and it's like yeah i I think on the root level is just somebody was pissed about something somebody said and they got clapped for it (laughs) i mean yes that is what happened but i think at the base level that's what happened i think at the base level we saw will smith very publicly reach his breaking point yes that that was it yeah and it was just really unfortunate and (laughs) do you see what adam sandler tweeted no I think he tweeted like a a promo for Chris Rock's 2022 tour. It, it just said something like "Go get your tickets" or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious that Adam Sandler's best friend gets slapped on national television at the Oscars. So he promotes his show, <laughs> and he decides to do a funny and tweet about it, yeah. <laughs> like like make not make fun of him, but just instead of being like, "Oh man, that's so wrong. You can't that's do that friend. to comedians. Yeah. That you can't do that to my friend. Chris Rock is a legend. He's one of the all time greats." He just says some tee. <laughs> yeah, he just does some fucking shit. Yeah, he does some fucking tee shit. And uh, I, I think that's. Um, I think that's. That's fantastic. Yeah. That is the reaction. That, oh, yeah. He says, uh, can't wait for this. Love you, buddy. And he posted the Chris Rock Ego Death World Tour 2022 poster. Love it. That's all he said. Um, amazing. Just amazing. I'm I'm interested by uh, something else that you have on the list here to, mm. to move away from this Do topic it. that's been <laughs> done to death by the entire internet. Do it. What is the fort? The fort. The fort. It's the fort. The How do you fort. not know about the fort? The fort? The, the fort. Fortnite? Yes. 
So you do know about that. Okay, cool. The changes that they're making to Fortnite? There you go. Uh, So for those who don't know, they, it was, what was it? An experimental game mode, like a party game mode. And they think, I think within like just yesterday or today, they were like, it's full time. We're keeping it. Uh, It is a game mode where there's no building. And I think it's called no building. I think it's just (laughs) something like that. Yeah, just battle only. Yep. Just drop. PUBG style. PUBG, get, get guns, run around, drive around. Um, it's breathing life back into that franchise. So here's what I thought when I saw that. Okay. Uh-oh. I might try Fortnite. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. <laughs> to you? About that, you? Yes. Yeah. I saw that. I was watching Tim the Tatman play, and he was like, I'm going back to Fortnite. And I was like, oh, man, really? And then it, he's, he was talking about it. He goes, they have a no... This was like a few days ago. Yeah. Like, I think a week ago, even. He was like, there's a uh, battle only no building. Yeah. And I just went... Ooh. <laughs> yeah now i've never played it i've played PUBG a few times i played fortnite exactly two times <laughs> was it with building yeah oh yeah yeah i played it once very early uh when it was like first like ninja was huge and like it was uh, every everybody was talking about it in the news like your kids are playing fortnite what you should know about it blah 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 what are microtransactions like back in the day like we're talking like 2017 or something like that um and it was fine i enjoyed talking to my friends in the party like i hopped in with three dudes who have been playing fortnite a bunch lately uh did they carry was, you oh yeah 100 percent. they carried me I didn't really get the building. I didn't want to do the building. It's like you either have to be very good at like just mashing a bunch of buttons and like building these like nonsensical towers that don't really make any sense to me. And they have their own They're, weird rules. It's just to defend. It's, it's just to defend. Like you could use it to like climb up to somewhere, but then people use it to just build these, these giant sky boxes. And it's like. You, someone shoots a, wall, a hole and you just immediately build it back up and you build these corner walls to get an angle on people and stuff like it's just weird and it didn't make any sense to me i liked the art style of it i liked the like the creativity that was in the world and like tomato town and stuff like that like it's very goofy and it's like i could get in on this and then they've recently started to get into like it's this whole multiverse experience of like you could play as Boba Fett on a team with John Wick and Spider-Man. And it's like... And Rick Sanchez. Yeah, and Rick Sanchez. And it's just bananas at this point. So, like, it's something that's, like, it's it's something calling me to it. It's like, Chris, come. It's fun. We don't take it seriously at all. You could just have fun. Uh, but then, like, you play around and everybody takes it so seriously. <laughs> it's so difficult. But now it's just drop in, get the healing jug of a giant, a gallon of energy drink that heals you a bunch. And there's these cool guns and the purple color is better than the blue color and stuff like that. It's Epic like, okay, versus that, rare and all that. Exactly. Stuff, yeah. That I could get into. That I get. And it's pretty simple. And then it's uh, Battle Royale. So last person standing wins. And if nobody's building, like, I could hop in and play and just not build which a lot of people do and they've also added like a bunch to do in a round that's not just try to get to the end but it's like uh swim for a mile and unlock this skin that makes you look like a dolphin it's like okay cool i could just do that and who cares if i die i'll just respawn into the next one and keep swimming until i get the dolphin skin so they added like a bunch of stuff like that that's kind of interesting but it still couldn't get me but now that there's what seems to be like it's going to be a very popular mode which the building mode is still there yes vanilla Fortnite. but now there's a permanent no building mode um yeah i might give it a shot it's free and it's free so i mean and uh i do have a lot of friends who like have been swearing by it like 
friends like in the games industry that I know and they like they have very good taste in video games and we grew up playing video games together and they I have mean, very good taste in everything and they're like Chris you would love Fortnite if you could just give it a chance I mean Fortnite's been a top dog for a long time yeah exactly right and this is like something I bet it's something that they've had in their back pocket because how innovative of an idea is this like yeah but what if Fortnite but no building and it's like <laughs> That took someone eight minutes to think of when Fortnite started getting popular, and they've probably just been holding on to it until they needed a resurgence. It's, I mean, it was dying off. It was, no, nah, I don't say it was dying off, but the numbers were going down. Sure. Um, I think a lot of people who wanted just the combat side of it were able to get that with Warzone. Yeah. Uh, Apex. Yeah. There were a lot of battle royales that popped up that oh, took yeah. over. Apex was huge for that. Because that was huge. borderline cartoony. Like it wasn't cartoony, but it was. It's like gritty cartoony. Over the top. Yeah, gritty cartoony. It's like Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was goofy. Goofy. Yeah. I mean, it's also. Um, Apex is wild, man. I tried to get back into Apex. It's so different. Mm. Every single thing about that game is so different than what I'm used to in Warzone. Yeah. Um, just it's another game that I only the, played once. The speed, even just the way guns fire. E- yeah. Like even reload times. Yep. None of it it makes sense. Yeah. No, like you reload a certain gun and like it, it like it's got like legs. It's like <laughs> and they all open up and then you like shake out both canisters and then you put in two new canisters and the legs go. And they like close the canister in on the sides. Yeah, and it's like what? <laughs> and it's like it's like uh, Overwatch. And it's like four point nine seconds to reload. Yeah, and it's just I'm so used to just like click 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 magazine. I see go in click. You pull the yeah. There's some the slide guns back, have like a minor shank, change in the amount of time it takes. Yeah, like reloading a pistol is obviously faster than like an LMG or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and it's just. And it's not in that game. It's the same thing. Like, you open up, like, you crack open the side, you shake out the thing, you put a new thing in, you slam it shut. It's, like, so weird. I mean, weird. it's, it's, it's like not Overwatch. Bad. It's not bad. Overwatch is... No, because Overwatch like, is You have Reaper who just throws his guns and grows new ones. And then you have, like, uh, Winston who just, like, his gun just kind of opens and spins <laughs> and then closes. And then you have like Tracer who just does like a little pistol whip thing and somehow that reloads him. And then you have McCree who like reloads his revolver. Like everything is so different. And like you got that. I think it's just you weren't used to Apex. So you're hopping into it and you're like, what? Yeah. I mean, I, because I, I played Apex before Warzone. Yeah. I was into Apex before Warzone. Oh, I remember. But even then, you're into Apex at the old apartment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was just also so. It's just so unique. It's, yeah, it's all. It's just it's unique. It's yeah. not bad. It's just unique. But I was going to ask you if you knew. Clearly, you've heard about Fortnite and yeah. everything that's been changing about it. But it made me think about. On one hand, people look at Fortnite and they say that's full of all the kids. Yeah. Right. Which it is. Which 100% it is. Yeah. Uh, but again, all these free games have kids in them. Yeah. Like children. Yeah. Right? Like under 16 children. <laughs> Babies. Yeah. Infants. And I wanted to get your opinion on, uh, on because we're older than that. Yeah. Uh, your feelings on the fact that there's this weird air about Fortnite where it's, it's like, oh, you play Fortnite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's the tone well, that comes from it. You know who you're talking to. I guess true. That's You're talking to the biggest Minecraft fan in the room. Yeah, true. That's for true. children. 
<laughs> yes, yeah, but I mean... Go to YouTube and just search Minecraft and try to find a video that isn't for kids. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of Minecraft creators, too, though, are much older. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I'm the median age for Minecraft creators. Like, they're all in their 20s or 30s. So you have no qualms about the optics of, of being like, yeah, I'm a huge Fortnite player. I don't give a shit. Right. But I do get it. And it is like, that game, I think, is more heavily marketed towards kids. I think, Well, it's bright colors. It's cartoony. Yeah. It's got silly it's things, like, like dances and we stuff. Gotta, <laughs> we got a fish who swings a pinata pickaxe and stuff <laughs> like that. And uh, yeah, and like they do dabs and they floss. Like, you got a victory royale. Time to floss. Yeah. Uh, so I get that. Um, so they definitely have embraced the hashtag kid life. Um, but I, Minecraft, I think kids have just kind of glommed onto, um, but it's not necessarily for kids. Like it's this big creative sandbox thing, um, yeah. that has like a big kid culture around it and definitely like the marketing and not the marketing that the, what is it? Uh, uh, licensing the toys, the sh- t-shirts and the toys, merchandise, the merchandising is definitely for kids. Yes. <laughs> like you got is. the diamond pickaxe bed sheets. That I've asked uh, my girlfriend like 10 times if we could get, and she says no. Little sets. Yeah. Little toy sets. Lego. You got the. Yeah. So uh, the t shirts that say like, blow it up creeper style, <laughs> and like stuff like that. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am not a Minecraft merchandiser. <laughs> Blow it up creeper style. Wow. I, next time I go to Target, which is probably going to be like tomorrow or some shit because I go to Target all the time. I'm going to take a picture of like the most for kids Minecraft t-shirt. That's another thing. Yeah. You go to Target a lot. What do you need so consistently that you go there for? To get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Do you ever like get cabin fever and you just need to go somewhere for a bit? No, if I do, I, I just walk to get my mail. God. Well, first of all, our mail is stuck onto the side of our house. Okay. Uh, different. So it's literally right out in front. We Very different. A, a mailbox is literally affixed to the house. So we just have to open the door, turn, do a 180 and grab it. But yeah, sometimes you just need to go for a drive. Like, oh, let's go walk around Target. Uh, let's see if they got anything new. Maybe some new colored t-shirts, you know. You know, my wardrobe is almost entirely <sighs> Target and... Uh, Target and Old Navy with a little bit of Costco and Stitch Fix sprinkled in there. <laughs> uh, I, um, no, I, I, I actually hate going to, uh, stores like sure. Target. I can see that. Um, I only go to specialty stores. Mm-hmm. Like I really enjoy, this is how you know I'm an old man. Oh, I got one for you. Go ahead. I really enjoy taking my time. At the Yankee Candle store. Oh, that's pretty good. Like, not the mall Yankee Candle. No, yeah, the that, one in, like, Wilberham or whatever. That, yeah, the big, like, you walk in, they got a food court yeah. kind of place. Yeah. You got the sale section, <laughs> the home do. section. You the have the food court section. section. Dip your own candle. You could do your own picture labels. You yeah. have It's Always Christmas. They have that giant red vat candle. You know that one? <laughs> it's near the checkout. It is like a 50... Well, a hundred gallon candle. It is enormous. It's it's in uh, the sign of the outside says it's always Christmas. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is such a vibe to spend it. The to Yankee spend candle a day store there. is an 
absolute vibe. Anybody who lives near like central Massachusetts or within like I'd say it's worth an hour drive to yeah. near Christmas time go to the Yankee Candle store hopefully you don't go when it's yeah, crazy busy go in the fall because I feel like in the winter it is a Shit mob yeah it is it is a mosh pit elbows get thrown oh, There's, yeah. they have this is how I know I go at the right time each time every time I've gone mm-hmm. and it's not like I go super frequently but every time I've gone and thankfully we just can walk right in to get to a doorway yeah. to get in and to leave, for those who don't know, it's uh, imagine a porch, like a front porch. Yeah, it wraps around the entire building. Yep, and on the porch, like the floor of it, yeah, like the boards, there's taped spots for where people stand. Yeah, going a- wrapping around, up, wrapping uh, again, around the a t- around the entire building, yeah. which means there are times that there are lines that literally wrap around the building, which is the size of like a city block. This <laughs> so is literally a lines around the block. This is not a small store. No. Yeah, this is not. A, again, it's just, they have a food court. It's <laughs> not a small store. Yeah, it's it's gigantic. And just to let that set in, it is one storefront. It is one establishment that has its own food court. Yes. It is not a mall. It is not a collection of stores. It is one, one store, store that has a food court. That is a food court. It's actually connected to a brewery as well, which I didn't know. There's yeah. a brewery attached to it. A food court, by the way, with several options. Yes. It's yes. not like this is the one place you go to get food. They have- it is welcome to the food court. Here are your four different <laughs> distinct restaurants. There's also, if you didn't know, a musical stage there. Yeah. Yes. I've seen <laughs> The shows food there. court. Yes. Yeah. It is huge. It's incredible. And every time I've been there, thankfully, it's just I can walk right in and I can walk right out. Yeah. But I am terrified because they have that there. And that means, again, there are times it gets that busy. Yeah. And that is scary. I mean, that's like December. I would say don't go in December. In the fall. I'd say post Halloween, that's when everybody's ready for Christmas. So maybe like early November, you'll go there when it's busy. So you could honestly get, because there is something about, and maybe you'll disagree with me because you don't like seeing movie th- movies with anybody else in the theater, but there's something about it's time to go to Yankee Candle. This is when people go to Yankee Candle. Nope. I'm Absolute. here at Yankee what? Candle with, with a bunch of other people, not a crazy mob, but like... It's pretty busy in here, not insanely busy, not shoulder to shoulder, everything's off the shelves, not like claustrophobic, but it's it's kind of hopping. Um, I mean, there's nothing better than when you're trying to get to a product to check it out and you can't because there's a crowd of people in front and they're taking their sweet time. I that's, mean, yeah. That's the culture. That's the culture you like. <laughs> I like the, let's just go smell that and let's go check that out and I can walk up and just get it. Now, I think I'm going to say that most people listening to me want other people to be there. There's something about, like, you're there with other people. You're seeing, like, the kid, the family, the stroller going past, and you're like, ah. You hear the child scream, and yes. the food gets thrown in anger, and then the parent screams. You see, watch the family dysfunction just explode at the seams in public because they can't control their composure because they're all afraid at the limit. Okay, well, you live in a nightmare scenario, but... No, I just, I just, I just don't take the idealistic view of that experience, and I know what that experience is. Mm. That's all. Bumping shoulder to shoulders with people holding their jackets as it gets hot and stuffy. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't need that. No, 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 no. There's something about it though, dude. You are fucking sick. 
I, you I, are sick. Do we have like a, a way to do a poll of our listeners? Of would you rather go to Yankee Candle? There's three options, and if you choose the third one, you are wrong. There's a when it's nearly empty, when it's fairly busy, or when it's really busy near like peak season. Which one would you prefer to go to? I think when it's fairly busy. There's something about it's because here's the other thing too. When it's like slow season, they're like half capacity staff. A bunch of things like aren't manned anymore. Like it's the, quiet. The dip your own candle is just closed because nobody's there because it's not. They're not busy enough. But to it's do so that. quiet and peaceful. You have space. If you to want do everything quiet and you peaceful. Want. When you're finished with the Yankee Candle, go up the street ten minutes and go to the Butterfly Sanctuary. <laughs> it's always dead and it's filled with butterflies. They'll come sit on your nose and whatever. <laughs> And then you'll be like, oh, it's fucking gross. We could, we, could do, we could do a poll on Twitter, but we're not active enough on Twitter. No, we're not. So we can't pull that off. But um, in theory, you could do a poll on Twitter. I Yankee Candle is a vibe. Why, why did you say this? Where did this come from? Fortnite. Fortnite. Why were you talking about Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> why, why, how did we get to Yankee Candle? I don't remember. Oh, Target. Oh, yeah. I asked you, why do you actually go to Target? All the time. And you're like, don't you just want to get out? And I'm like, no. Oh, but Yankee Candle. Yes, I do. But Yankee Candle. I'll, How do you feel? Well, that's about- what I was saying. I don't go out for like, I just want to walk around, you know, like, I just want to walk around Old Navy. It's like, no. No, I hate I Old just- Navy. I get, I I mean, I, the, the, my a lot of my wardrobe is from Old Navy, but there's something about going to an Old Navy that I just can't stand. Like, okay. so much of the store is dedicated to women, and then a big chunk of the store is dedicated to little tiny baby dumb toddlers who can't pick out their own clothes for shit, and we get, like, one rack of shorts and some t-shirts that aren't in season and some graphic tees for something that is weirdly not relevant. Like, right. I'm not going to judge Old Navy, or I'm, I'm going to that. I'm not going to judge people who buy and wear Old Navy. Okay, good, because there's one in this room. But when I last went into Old Navy... Because I don't go there often, obviously. Okay. And I checked out their jeans. Yeah. I was insulted how much they were asking to pay for jeans. Uh, have you worn their jeans recently? They're yeah. stretchy. Yeah. They no. feel like you're wearing sweatpants. They look like you're wearing jeans. They're magical. And I was like, I'm not paying. I, you want $60 for jeans oh at my God. Old Navy? You are not nearly Absolutely fat enough. not. You are not fat enough to enjoy the finer things. I in will life, pay. Like stretchy jeans. I will pay. No, I have stretchy jeans. I paid $110 for one, for one pair of jeans. You're a fool. I, they don't stretch at not all. Not even a pair. They? Just one set of jeans. They're probably so rigid. They have Absolutely no not. They're barbell jeans. Barbell jeans? What even is that? They, they are the original super stretchy jeans. Oh, so okay. stretchy so you stretchy. can work out with them. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yes. And $120? Like around that, yeah. And you're insulted at $60? Because the quality of that is there. The quality of that Uh, is there. uh, Let me ask you. (laughs) uh, Yankee Candle is peak like New England Christmas vibes. Cool place to walk around. And fall. And fall. And fall. Can I ask you your uh, minimalist Swedish furniture vibes? How do you like walking around in Ikea? Uh, I've never casually walked through there because it's so inconvenient to get to, to the one closest to us, that if I go there, it's for a purpose. We're almost directly between New Haven and Boston. It's a mission when <laughs> yeah. I go. It's, it's a day trip. It's a mission. It, yeah. I go there. Here are the mission objectives. Yeah. This is what we're going. This is the, these are the targets. Yes. <laughs> when we go there, we need to have at least one specific thing that we know we're leaving with and we need to check to make sure it's in stock. Yeah. 
uh, and then we need to show up near open so we know that it is go- still going to be in stock yes. by the time we get all the way through the maze and through the warehouse and blah, blah, blah. Yes. And then we'll shop around while we're there and maybe pick up some bullshit and maybe some some meatballs if we're not getting Frank Pepe's uh, or Pancheros, which is a really good Chipotle slash Moe's style place that's on the way. I, yeah, no, I don't think I've ever gone to there and in, just to enjoy it. I mean, yeah, I haven't either. I enjoy it when I'm there, but I have never gone there without a mission. But I mean, you don't go to Yankee Candle without a mission. You go there to get your, your no, yeah, Christmas time candles for the I year. go there to get candles and to recycle candles. Oh, you could wait. What do you mean? What? When you have empty glass jars. Yeah. Yeah. You get like a discount if <gasps> you go back and recycle them. <gasps> you bring them back and they're like, oh, here's your 10 or 15% discount off your order. And they like melt all the wax out of it and clean it probably. And right? then they reuse it. <gasps> So you recycle, and then you just get new fresh candles, like, with a percentage off. That's so good. So you walk up to the counter, you say, we're recycling these six candles. They go, oh, thank you. Well, they fill it out, and they go, okay, do you want to use your discount on the candles you're buying today? It's like, yep. It's like, cool. And there you go. That's awesome. You didn't know about that? I had no idea. Yep. That's really good. It's awesome. Did you Have you ever uh, dipped your own uh, candles? Like a long wax? time ago. Or you call it as a, a long kid? long time ago, yeah. I, I haven't done it since I was a kid. I really want to. You should. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where I walk in, I'm like, ah, I know that's for kids, but it looks so fun. Like, you should Fortnite. do it. You should do it. Why not? You should do it. I, th- I, I mean, it, 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 I think you'll enjoy it, so why not? Yeah. Come to think about it, there's only one store. There's only... Ooh, wait a minute. Let me rephrase that. There are two stores I will go to for the joy of... Of looking around. Okay. I can't wait to hear it. You can is. guess one of them. A hockey store? No. A fitness store? No. A whiskey store? No. Okay. I don't know what. Costco. Oh, sure. Wait, what? Yes. Costco, I spe- uh, Costco. I think I'm almost always more on a mission than you are, by the way. I go to Costco with a list and I ping pong between those things and I'm out. Oh, no. I do not zigzag. Costco is very peaceful for me. Oh my god! I go in. I go. I love looking at all the items. Going we cannot up and down. be more opposites. Costco stresses me out. Really? I, yep. When I am on that street that our Costco <laughs> is on, when I'm on the street and I know I have to make that turn and then just get through the gauntlet that is that parking lot just to get inside. <laughs> That's a horrible parking lot. A horrible parking lot. Horrible parking lot. <laughs> And then every time as I'm walking in, someone's backing out and they're not seeing me. So I have to wait. And then they're just taking their times and their reverse lights are on. It's like, I'm not walking past you because you're going to hit me and kill me. And then you get the thing and you get the soaking wet cart that they just (laughs) spray hand sanitizer on like it's weed killer. (laughs) (laughs) The big pump bucket. So I have to like... like squeegee it off with my finger i literally grab it and i pinch the railing thing the handle and i and then i flick my hand on the ground to get all the excess hand sanitizer off and then i do get to feel cool i get to feel like i'm entering a cup by flashing my little card with the gold star on it and then i walk in and it's immediately congested by the tvs and the hey look we got some random shit on sale over here on your left i love it i love it 
And then you get through, and then there's the person trying to heckle you to buy some shit. It's like, hey, buy this glass countertop. It's like, why the f- look at me. Why the fuck would I need a glass countertop? Let me get through. I don't know how many rotisserie chickens are left in the back. And they're all the way in the back, because I know that's why you put them there. So I zigzag through all your shit. Uh, and then I just I book it all the way down there. I, I'll do a little bit of a loop to the right and see if there's any produce or anything like that that I want to get. I'll get my chicken, and then I'll swing through the frozen section where they have like the the dips, the hummuses, the things like that. See if there's anything new there, which occasionally I will find. And I, oh, I'll try that. Put it in my cart. And then I swing back to the back to where the sodas and the energy drinks are to see if they have any sugar-free energy drinks, which they never do. Zoa. Right now, Zoa's in stock. Well, I'll check tomorrow. Um, so I'll get some Zoa. And then I get, uh, if we need any frozen items, so like some frozen chicken or something like that, I'll grab frozen some Frozen veg frozen veg sure uh and then i'll stop at the uh kombucha coffee, coffee grounds i will check the coffee or the kombucha only if it's on sale it's on the same aisle coffee kombucha yep exactly and then i go down if we need cereal i'll stop by the cereal and then i'll get my peanut bars in the middle section there near the checkout uh if i need those and then self-checkout i am out i don't understand why it takes everybody so long to do self-checkout <laughs> You walk up before I've even stopped. I have scanned my badge and I'm taking the first thing out and I beep, put on the thing, beep, put on the thing, beep, put on the thing. And then you put it all in your cart and she says, thank you for shopping at Costco. <laughs> and then you leave and maybe I'll get a hot dog or a, or a chicken bake. And then I show them the receipt, which I don't know what they're doing when they're they counting the items as like a stealing preventative thing. Uh, yeah. So like, or also it's a, it's a, um, they do it as like a quality check. So like if it says 31 items and they count 29, they go, "You uh, are you sure you have everything? Like mm. they'll have you double check. I've seen people get told by the checker, hey, I think you're missing items. Interesting. And they go, oh, wait, really? And they like go back on the, the register yeah, or something? And they like left it. Interesting. Yeah. All right, cool. Th- that's why you see them like look and then look and then look and then look and then look. Yeah. They're counting. I've never walked out with more than like nine things. So they they usually just take my receipt, don't even look at it, just draw a line. Oh yeah, I mean they do that too. They do that too. Um, I definitely I agree with you on the checkout process. More so, why people don't understand that they can get into line. There'll oh be a God. full line, and some there there has to be an employee that says move down here yeah. move down here it's just a rugby huddle turn to the left <laughs> like rotate the eye holes to the left and see that you can get into a register line and every time do you do the self-checkout or do you go to every register? time self-checkout every, and there's always just someone standing there vacantly and you like an employee like, you mean are you are you in line and they'll be like oh no i'm just standing here like a fucking asshole oh yeah yeah doing like nothing about oh, yeah. it yeah I'm waiting for someone who's on the other side of the store, and I just figured this spot right in front of self-checkout would be a good place to idle. Yep. Oh, my God. And that that place calms you down. It's very peaceful. I go to Target. When I go, when I get there, I walk in, and it's just this cacophony of joy the second I pass in. I just walk in, and then I have all these cool TVs and the bright... You're also... I, you're one of the 4% of people who go there every time who's actually wearing a mask. Yes. That also stresses me out. 
What, wearing like, a mask? I know I've got myself covered, but I was trained all through COVID that me wearing it helps and you wearing it also helps and nobody else here is wearing <laughs> it. So I don't have much help. Yeah. Um, so I, I like it because it's just I get to check out the sales and they have such random items and they have their seasonals. And then I like seeing what they rotated out for like the home stuff and I, I always love checking out the prices on the vegetables and I love seeing those sweets that are always right there in the baked section that I, that looks good, but no, I, I can't do it. I know it's, I know it's seven ninety nine for like an eight pound carrot cakes, uh, like that's pretty good log, yeah. but it's just, no, you know, that's too much. That's too much, but that does look very nice. And then I, I always love going past the rotisserie and being like, oh, I can get chicken. Oh, they got ribs. Oh, how much are in the chicken wings? Oh, you know what? The I ribs are also a very good price, by the way. So like are their chicken a wings. Full rack of ribs. So are their chicken wings. And the wings, yeah. The pre-made, the rotisserie made chicken wings. That whole pre-made, just slap it in the oven section. Very good. Very good price. Very good section. Um, and then I love checking out the. Uh, it's because I don't know what it is, but it's just every single thing about it feels efficient. Oh yeah, sure. It's just oh, we're gonna get chicken. We're gonna find the best price chicken. Yeah. <laughs> And boy, oh boy, are we going to? Yeah, you know. And then you find it, and you like double bag it in the in the leak bags, and you go, "Oh, cool! We got the the freeze pack ready, chicken thighs. Oh yeah, good to go. We got the right price. We got the right. They're they're like the boneless, skinless ones that we wanted. You know what I mean? You you can get the exact thing. I can walk in there, and I get the I get the oat milk, the XL chunky oat milk size, the Planet Oak. Yes, Planet Oak, at the yeah. price of what you would pay for just a normal size of oat milk. And That's I just what like, I love about it. That's I'm what I love so about good. it. We're two people who live in an apartment, so not exactly the demographic that Costco is aiming for. We don't have I nearly mean, enough kids. My place isn't but either. Like with the kombucha, we only get it when it's on sale, and we get like two or three packs when it's on sale. Do you really? And we just stock the fridge. Holy and shit. And then that holds us through until the next time they're on sale. Wait, that's how much you get? Yeah, we we get like twelve or eighteen bottles of. Kombucha. I get one pack at a time, and yeah, I only six pack of Kavita. I get whatever's like you like you said on sale, um, but Kavita, I only yeah. I only have that on days I don't eat pre made food, and I eat pre made food Monday through Friday because I cook my breakfast at home, yeah, and then I meal prep. So wow, I have all like homemade, handmade stuff Monday through Friday. So for five days a week, I don't touch any any processed or outside cooked food so saturday and sunday when i do we go out to breakfast we get like lunch and dinner or whatever i go oh man i had you know mexican food or i had a burger i had fries i had something that wasn't made by hand by my hands this yes yeah that's when i have kombucha so i only have like one or two kombuchas a week interesting i have almost one a day (laughs) That's good. It's good for your gut, though. <laughs> yeah, you feel good, right? So yeah, you usually have a pretty good feeling gut these days. Um, That's good. It's it's fascinating how polar opposite we are on almost every aspect of our entire lives, and it's it's really quite a miracle that we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You you are very right. We are pretty opposite. Across, Opposites attract <laughs> across the board. Um, so Costco's the first place. And then I have uh, I have one other place. Woodcraft. No. Have you ever been there? I don't even know what that is. It's, it's just a wood store. <laughs> okay, no. No. <laughs> okay, go ahead. My second place is a place that I would love to go with you once, once you get a new place. Because I think it would help you the most. Okay. 
most of my garage is filled with things from this place. Rogue? No. Rogue is in Columbus. Okay. Where? Uh, Harbor Freight. Harbor Freight. Oh, Harbor Freight. I do want to go to Harbor Tools. Freight with you when I get a house. Oh, it is. Oh. It is. <laughs> I've literally, I've had conversations with my girlfriend of like, I so look forward to doing an insane amount of research, like a dubs level amount of research for like the tool set, the wrench set that I'm going to pass on to my children that I'm going to buy when we get a house. And then like (laughs) my children are going to have to replace when they're my age, (laughs) like, uh, just picking like, what's the best power drill that's going to last me 10 years. Like right now it is Milwaukee. All right. That's cool. why I bought Milwaukee. Perfect. It just barely beat out uh, Makita, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. From the test that I saw. Great. I love it. I can't wait to go through those tests. Yeah. So Harbor Freight, <laughs> Harbor Freight is a weird place because you can get some stuff that will last a long time, mm-hmm. but you get there's a, there's a lot of questionable quality from there as well. <laughs> it's a lot of such shit. <laughs> yeah. So like legit, like a lot of people say the only things you buy from Harbor Freight are things you don't... Um, you don't trust your life with. So oh. <laughs> don't buy their jack stands. Okay. For example, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like if you need to hold, like pull an engine out, don't use their, uh, their engine hoist. Oh, like that kind of stuff. I'm not so sure about this place now. No, but trust me, once you get there and you see, it's literally like a toy store. Cause it's you also go, like so cheap, right? Yes. Yeah. You go up and down and you go, you know, I don't, I don't need a whole like this set of rubber gripped pliers, but it's only four dollars. <laughs> so Oh no. I think I will. Yeah. Okay, I'll get that. You know, I don't I don't need more zip ties, but they're sixty cents. So <laughs> I'll just get two hundred and fifty zip ties because yeah. I know they're gonna be helpful at some point. Yeah. I don't need wire cutters. They're three bucks. I'll get that. I'll get some wire so I can cut yeah. them. <laughs> you know, I don't need like I I literally have this in my tool chest in the garage that we were just in. Yeah. I don't need like a, an electrical kit, but it's on sale for four bucks. <laughs> and maybe one day I will. One day I'll have to f- oh fix a fuse and I'll have all the parts I need. The, you are my mom, but she's with kitchen equipment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a strawberry de-stemmer. <laughs> <laughs> But it's only twelve dollars. <laughs> I, I I will say this on the bright side: almost everything I have as a physical tool has been used. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, I'm yeah. very much looking forward to like getting the big toolbox, like the one on wheels, the one with like a garage door thing on the bottom uh, that like opens like a garage door, a garage bay door, uh, and like a tall rolling toolbox. Um, what what is what is this look? You you have one a big toolbox. Oh okay like a tool okay. Chest or tool okay crate like or a tool cart a tool cart. Okay yeah. okay. And just like decking it out with like optimal screwdriver set, optimal hammer whatever, like all this stuff the 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 level the rulers. All oh that dude, stuff. the organization of a cart is oh, a whole different ballgame. I like oh man, I can't wait. And probably multiple carts and like a pegboard on the wall that I put certain things on and like different like drawers for all the screws and all the nails and all the wall hangings and the... You're going to have different screws. You're going to have wood screws, drywall oh, yeah. screws. Oh, you have yeah. different depths. You're going to have different widths. Love it. 
you need different bits. Speaking you, of this, yeah. another place that I enjoy just zigzagging through and just browsing, Lowe's, Home Depot. That's kind of like Harbor Freight in a way. Okay. But but Lowe's and Home Depot are much more... They have um, a little bit of everything. Yeah, which I just want the tools. Yeah. So Harbor Freight is just the tools. tools. <laughs> so it's just like they have... They have... What is it? They have like... They have... um. Uh, what's the aisle? They have like a welding aisle. Sweet. So it's just everything you need to weld. Helmets. Helmets, uh, gloves, yeah. aprons. You have all different types of like ends. You have hoses. The whole thing. It's like if you wanted to get into welding, you could just walk to Harbor Freight, leave with everything you need walk to weld. Walk to Harbor Freight. <laughs> walk you into. Have to, you have to make the journey. <laughs> the right of you passage. Can, you can walk into Harbor Freight and then Barefoot. just walk out with everything. Yeah. Um. Dude, I swear, every time I've gone in there, I've gone in there with the intention to get the thing I need, and I've always walked out with more than I needed just because I'm like, it's a, like, you know that heavy mallet? Yeah. The one I have, the hickory handled. The one I, that you used to beat up cars? Yeah, uh, to like break off the rusted parts, like the five pounder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't need that. That was just on sale for five bucks. <laughs> and then you found a use for it. And then I found a use oh, for it. Oh, I could it. beat the shit out of cars with this. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, I, basically it was, I only have a standard sized hammer, like a normal hammer. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't have enough force. No. May, I talked I myself into it. <laughs> maybe I need, maybe I need more force just in case. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll get it. It's on sale. I can get it. I can get it. Amazing. What a hundred percent. Dude, I was in the hatchet section. And I was like, I already have a hatchet. I have a, I have a, I have a East Wing, like a very nice, like you saw me use it. I have oh, a yeah. very nice hatchet. Yeah. I don't need another hatchet. But these hatchets are so cheap. I, I mean, like I could get an $8 hatchet and I could just not care what happens to it. Yeah. And I watched your review and it's fine. Yeah. And I could just get by with it. Yeah. And it's, it's what you need. Love that. Um, no, I got my, uh, I think I bought my um, reverse hammer from there. Reverse hammer? Yeah, like a reverse hammer set. I still don't know what that means. So, uh, you know when you hammer something, right? Yes. You, t- you have like a weight and you hit something with it. Uh-huh. A reverse hammer is when you latch uh, like, a, like, a, like a hold point. Like it's got like three arms and you lock it onto whatever you're trying to pull. And you screw in a rod. And on the rod is a weight. And you throw the weight back you on the pull. rod, and oh, it's okay. instead of hammering in, it hammers out. That's fun. And it pulls. So instead oh, okay. of slamming in, so you could get like a rotor plate off or something like that. Or yes, cool. um, reverse Eight. reverse hammer. Reverse hammer. Yeah, it sounds like a workout move. Which I yeah right. Which uh <laughs> which I have. So I have one because I did my wheel bearing, That's and fun. I needed I need I wanted to use that, so I got that. And then I have uh I got like wheel chocks. For when I lift the car up, for when I do work on it, I mm. got my like my oil pans, I got my deep sockets, I got the only thing that I have in that garage that's not from there is like my full mechanic set, my yeah. two hundred and fifty piece set of ratchets and 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 um Allen wrenches and screwdrivers mm-hmm. and bits and all these other pieces is a Husky set from Lowe's nice. because here's what you'll find out when you research, depending on what brand you buy and from where. Mm-hmm. It will determine the warranty. So Husky is a lifetime warranty through Lowe's. So if you buy a Husky piece of equipment through Lowe's, it is an automatic lifetime warranty mm. if you go back through Lowe's. Interesting. So okay. if I like if so something if breaks, breaks, you just go back and they just 
Lowe's takes care of it. Oh, okay, cool. Right? Uh, Harbor Freight does the same thing with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's uh, one of their, like, big name brands. Yeah. And, like, my Pittsburgh, um, well, my, I have a, what do you call it? A torque wrench. Mm-hmm. And my torque wrench uh, broke. So it, it lost its tension, like the spring snapped inside. Yeah. I just went back and I was like, this is broken. <laughs> Harbor Freight's a little janky. And they were like, oh, just go grab a new one. You're good. I was like, <laughs> I was like, do you, is there paperwork I do? You're like, nah, I'll just, I'll take it. You're like, put I it mean, in. they could see the brand is Pittsburgh. They could see that it's broken. What more yeah. proof do you need? And it's just like, I don't need to go through your membership and profile and pull up your, like, like your receipt and then Love mark it. it. Just fucking go grab one. I <laughs> just was like, fucking go grab <laughs> So I grabbed it and I was like, am I good? And he's like, yeah, man, you're good. Enjoy it. I don't fucking care. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> okay, thanks. that is the attitude of most employees at Harbor Freight. I don't fucking care. So yeah, 100%. That's what I did. Um, so I've had to replace that. Um, but my Husky set I grabbed from Lowe's for that warranty process. But then some manufacturers don't have a retail warranty and they just have the manufacturer warranty. So you have to go through the manufacturer. So like Craftsman, I think you have to go through Craftsman. There's a lot that goes into it. And even worse, <laughs> when you go down this path, the biggest problem, there are so many tests that people have done on the build quality and the metals used on tools oh over time. God. So Craftsman, for example, was one of the top. And apparently, I think it was like five or I think five to 10 years ago, they changed their their plant or something mm-hmm. and they started losing their quality so people were like it's not the same quality anymore oh. they're trying to get by in the name of craftsman because they were so good for so long beforehand got it and that's when people were saying like husky's actually stepping up instead or um milwaukee stepping up instead and then dewalt's falling into the same idea like like there some people are concerned about some of dewalt stuff after yeah. the, over time like interesting it's weird and stanley's another one right like where they're saying like, oh, some Stanley products are still the best and some are no longer the best anymore. Like, Interesting. There's crazy... Because also you have to realize a lot of these tools are craft tools that people live off of. Yes. Like, the people... I literally need the best one that exists. Yes, I can't... I, I Like, if something breaks, my job is now in je- like On hold. On yeah. hold. Yeah. So there's people who are craftsmen who are like, I can't have a janky piece of equipment yeah. because if my, if my torque wrench goes... That means I can't work. Yeah, exactly. Because my I can't finish a job unless things are on onto spec. So yeah. I need to have a torque wrench that's not going to crap out on me. So they care, like because literally their 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 livelihood depends on it. Yeah. So there's a lot of interest in people going like, what has like a higher failure rate? What has more torque and last longer? Which has better battery life? Which has better impact resistance? Which has better all weather conditions? What that's has interesting? Yeah, it's that like the I I've done the, I did that. The, the most amount of research I've ever done are, were for two things, uh, three things. One, building my computer. Two, buying mm. my big TV that I have. And three is my car. <laughs> um, which, if people put that amount of work into all of these tests for all of these models of TV, and it's for a hobby or for just <laughs> fun, being stagnant and watching TV <laughs> enjoyment, I imagine that there a, there is a similar or higher level of care put into the tests for things that people's jobs depend on yeah um yes that's cool it's it's really cool because there's so much priority to like i need my tools to last yeah like some of it's like like you said like i want the i want the ability to make it like a buy it for life item for my family i want it to be something that people know that i used yeah and then others are like yeah, I go to like 20 job sites and I need this to not give out on me. Yeah. Because I, I don't that. have time to skip a job site to go buy another tool. I, I need this it. tool to not fail. So those are your it's, two happy places? 
Those are the two places, retail locations, that I will physically go to and be like, I feel at peace. This is nice. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Costco and Harbor Freight. <laughs> and you didn't guess either. I feel like you should have known that. I, In retrospect, I should have. But <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I don't know. Workout, hockey, bourbon. <laughs> what do I know about dubs? <laughs> Those are things that stand out when you think of me immediately. The Call of Duty store. I don't know. <laughs> Call of Duty store. That's <laughs> fucking gross. <laughs> That's that's disgusting. No, but please, please, when you go to Harbor Freight for the first time, I want to be there. Sure. Yeah. Deal. Deal. And you'll we'll go down the crowbar aisle and you'll be uh. like, why are there so many crowbars and why are they so all so affordable? <laughs> <laughs> and you'll just be standing behind me like cross crossed hands like, yes, Chris. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Dude, I remember when my tool cart went on sale and I went to buy it. And I was so excited to buy it because it was on sale. I didn't realize it. W- I should have worried about it fitting in my car. Oh, God. <laughs> it took me a while to get that thing in the car. But I did. Yeah. But that's how excited I was about the about that thing. Yeah. It's, I love it. Oh, it's great. Well, uh, you should watch Moon Knight. Oh, yes. I need to. I need Two to watch episodes before next Thursday. Because I watched episode one and I love it so I, far. Really? So we'll I've heard that. very mixed reviews about it. Mixed reviews, interesting. Very mixed reviews. Yeah. I had somebody. I remember I saw them say something like, "What the fuck is this? Like this isn't like what do they think they're actually going to do with this?" Um, as a response, and I was like, "I'm that's I'm very excited about it so far, and I I hope you will be too." Uh, and I hope episode two is is as good as episode one, and we'll talk about that next week. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Mic check. Mic check. Check my mics. Michael. Check the mic. Michael Tchaikovsky. Mike.